0: No, I'm with them on that. That's pretty interesting. It's like which came first, the platypus egg or the I don't I lost that metaphor. Chicken. Chicken. I don't know. You you get the spirit of my argument there, Your right? metaphors
1: today are spot on.
0: <laughs> They're spotty, like uh like your dad's underwear on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Super Animal Mega Beast Deathmatch Podcast, Season 5, Round 2. This is, of course, the podcast where we make up imaginary animals with badass powers and get drunk and debate which one would win in a fight to the death. I'm Norm Sherman. With me I have your usual surly lot of good for nothings, cast Art Director Bo Kyer. Hey Beau. Hello. And we have our resident pretentious faux intellectual Luke. Fuck off. <laughs> Luke apparently I think it.
1: faux intellectual is really what made him angry.
0: Faux intellectual? Yeah. I think that's giving him some credit actually. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I like the I like the faux part. It's intellectual. You just like it cuz it's French and that's even more pretentious than anything else. That's my Right idea. you are. <laughs> what are you drinking, Luke? What are you drinking? Well, uh some whiskey. Ah, Maker's Mark? Uh Maker's
2: Mark, yes. But uh, listen to this: It's not just makers. Product. I infused it with bacon myself. Oh,
0: uh, oh! Uh. <laughs> I mean, whiskey with bacon sounds pretty awesome, but yeah, it is.
1: I don't know. You know, it's better uh, whiskey and uh, your dad. <laughs> That's
0: a whole new idea for whiskey dick, there. <laughs> uh, there we have our, uh, of course, our notably monkey-shaped uh, eczema vector, Kendall. <laughs>
1: Monkey shape. I'm actually pretty down. I'm pretty depressed today because uh, I promised Luke's dad that if uh, the president of the United States ever endorsed gay marriage, then we would get married.
0: Yeah, President Obama did just apparently announce that uh, he's all for some gay marriage. Oh, I know it.
1: I've heard that. I've heard already from
3: Luke's dad. Like he's <laughs> left me all these voice messages. And I just connected the internet and I saw that Dalis so had died. So. Uh... I was assuming that was where the sadness was originating from.
0: <laughs> Probably. Uh Luke, how's your dog? How's that going? Is it Better?
2: Yeah, yep. Made a full recovery. She's uh hey, next
0: to me. Well
2: how about that? So Yeah. Uh, so I think uh per the terms of our competition, she now has the power of carvovirus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well Luke, uh, I'm glad you're excited and everything, but uh, just just bear in mind that all things do die, and at some point you're going to lose that dog, and that's going to be very sad. And So just keep that in the back of your mind at all times that she's going to leave you at some point.
3: The good news is that Luke will eventually die himself, so he will no longer be sad for the dog.
0: <laughs> that is great news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well, why don't we recap uh, the last round. So last <laughs> round, the, uh, the winner wasn't Squirrel, much to my chagrin. Uh, ah. A lesser panda uh, was the sure. winner. So he will go on to, uh, to absorb the powers of his uh, combatants, fallen foes, and yeah, become more actually,
3: complicated. There, there might be some new people that don't actually know that, but uh, the Red Panda, you know, winning the vote means more than just he won the vote. We're going to see him again. He's going to have some kind of a hybrid combination power set from the other two. <laughs> well, when you look
1: at what we're, we're going up against this week, I mean, I think Red Panda's got a good shot against anybody. Um. I mean. So I was looking up, you know, how we had like the new social media integration where you can hashtag like mbtm twenty twelve, right, or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, and so I I was really excited about that. That was a great idea. But so then I looked, searched up the the hashtag, and at that time, I'm not saying it's only happened once since then, but at that time, there's like
2: one tweet <laughs>
1: that even <a> hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so dude, I was like uh, that, that gave me a lot of perspective, and I was like,
3: oh, two factors on the Twitter thing. One, it automatically dumps any hashtag records after a week. Two, nobody's yeah. doing it. I think we maxed out at five
0: votes on one of the rounds. Yeah, it's weird because Twitter seems like the most convenient way to vote for those who do twat or whatever. Yeah, really.
1: I mean, it's just like, you know, uh, luck, build, plot, push, hashtag, whatever.
3: Yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I encourage people to start twatting.
0: Yeah, you can do it on Facebook, you can do it on Twitter, and you can do it in our forums. Uh, that's where the most of the debate is. You
3: can up and
0: do it on all five. Yeah, five
1: votes. Just but, yeah, but again, Twitter definitely, you can just, just do it. Absolutely.
0: Pretty low-tech week this week. Well, let's move into those. Uh, somebody want to read out that do they have in front of them? The, the, we can briefly go over what, just to remind everybody what the powers are of these three. You old- do it, Luke, because you can do it faster than uh, Norm. <laughs> yeah.
2: Be- beast number two is called Cricket That. He's a uh, cricket, bat, and man. I shouldn't say he. It could be a she. Who
0: knows? Hey, Bo, yeah. aren't, aren't you supposed to be drawing penises on all these animals this year to, like, differentiate the gender? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and vagina. Have we DNA. ever had a female? Have we ever had a female beast Yeah, we've had a couple. Who? That's a good question. I don't remember any of them. Specifically who? I don't I can't remember. Uh, this is a gender-biased podcast. Of all the terrible things it is, that might be the worst that we're all, like, uh, totally if, chauvinist. If
3: you want me to bring up the history page, I, I will rattle off some of the, the numerous females. We haven't had any overtly female, voluptuous, you know, boobily inclined ones, but we have ones that we have consensus agreed are, in fact, female. Uh, also,
2: Bo, what about uh, lesbian, gay, and uh, transgendered,
1: Transsexual.
2: Any? Yeah, I mean... Okay, I mean, this so... is the 21st century, though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's all we need to know about cricket bat. Wait,
0: wait, wait! He's got some <laughs> powers, right? He
2: can leap. So, okay, so cricket bat is six foot two, yeah. uh, with a twelve foot wingspan, and he weighs eight hundred pounds. So, pretty big.
0: He's the biggest. Pretty
2: big contest. Uh, half cricket, half bat humanoid creature that walks around in an old fashioned cricket uniform with cricket bat in hand. Leaps with cricket legs, glides with bat wings. Um, crickets also have wings as an aside, but <laughs> I'm not sure. It prefers the bat I wings. guess bat, bat wings are better. More gl- definitely more gliding with bat wings yeah. than uh, crickets. Okay, so also he echolocates prey even though you can totally see what a dick. (laughs) Uh, Uses his cricket bat to expertly and tediously block any offensive attack over and over again, like a good old-fashioned test Batman would. Bores and confuses the hell out of any Mega Beast, not from a cricketing nation. Which is... (laughs) Most
0: of them. I love that. Yeah, that
2: was a good
0: up. All right, Snipuspus is awesome. That's the main thing you should know about Snaketopus. He's a mm. uh, he's octopus slash cobra slash rattlesnake slash coral snake for whatever reason. Coral snake boa constrictor, uh, four feet six inches uh, tall. So um, we're talking vertical here, and uh, 400 pounds. He's the result of a botched teleportation experiment. The Snaketopus is a vicious wriggling cephalus serpent. Uh, he's got eight highly venomous snake snakeacles. That's like a tentacle, but snake-esque. Uh, various flavors. <laughs> Interesting. Like a popsicle. I don't know. It's a different. Yeah, way. like those uh,
1: free, freezy pops in the one that you eat in the summer. The
0: oh, Otter pops.
1: Liquid. And, yeah, I love those.
0: Ah, oh, those are awesome. Two poison, two paralyze, two spit, two dissolve flesh, uh, and he's deceptively intelligent, much like Luke. Uh, malleable shape, due to the latent effects of the matter transmission ray, Snake to is partially out of phase with the material plane, making it exceedingly slippery target. See, that, that
1: was a little bit over the edge right there. At that point, I was like, what the f***?
0: <laughs> you think it was yeah. just riding that wow. line for a while there of, uh, in Utah. Yeah, I, I was like, hey, okay. okay,
3: yeah. I have to interject. This was, uh, this was our old friend Stephen Lidster, and, uh, I could tell he was just trying to load as many powers into the beast as he could, so... That description is actually taking certain powers away to at least make him fair for a first-round competitor.
0: Wow. Well, not very fair, all
1: right.
3: Well, let me get to a uh,
0: lot platypus here. Yeah, number three, Luckbill platypus.
1: <laughs> all right, so obviously he's a platypus. He is three feet, five inches long. He's also 300 pounds. He is a diminutive, peculiar monster with a magical nature, as perplexing to foes as the platypus is to Mammalia as a whole. Lacks all but the most rudimentary physical attack, sharp teeth, claws. Far, though, from harmless. Can manipulate reality, in particular probability, to its advantage. Should a dive bomb attack be held, heading uh, Lugbill Platypus' way, oh, look, it misses. Should a knife-like feather be hurtling towards its blind side Hey, well, it bounces off a rock to, to return upon its floor, a charmed fellow, to be sure.
0: Mm, I didn't know that. That it was a good diet. Ah, somebody's starting to uh,
1: already doubt themselves, are we?
0: Well, he's so small, though. He's three feet, five inches. Yeah, he's 300 pounds.
1: That's a a rock,
3: essentially. It's not in the description, but it came up on the forums that he should technically have stinging shoulder blades. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. So he has those. It's just not written in. Because he's a platypus, so you can just assume
0: that. I don't know. Uh, My problem with this platypus is that this is the second platypus we've had. Last season, we had the Splatterpuss, who, like, was maybe yep, my favorite mechanist ever. Yeah, I love that that's one. So, season two,
3: and it never actually competed.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. That's yeah. the
3: sad thing about Splatterpuss. He's just a card. He never saw. He never saw the light of day.
0: He was an emo platypus. I mean, uh, still. So th- this this platypus is, like, uh, just a shade of that former glory that was the Splatterpuss back in season two. I just like the way that
1: you introduced that whole statement. It sounded like something from a, uh, you know, like a talk show. You're like, my thing with this platypus is... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
2: got a question for Mister Platypus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is your nature so magical? Something like that. <laughs> you
1: know, uh, so I'll just come out right and say it, uh, since it is coming out today. I will say that I like Luck Bill Platypus's chances, since uh, just because he can uh, manipulate reality, which is obviously the most one of the most powerful, you know, things you can do, and we see this uh, through Scarlet Witch in uh, Marvel Comics, who can have that same power. Mm-hmm.
3: It's not. We we did have to clarify on the site, though, he's not quite Scarlet Witch level. He doesn't actually manipulate the events in reality. He just manipulates events that have already happened. So, for example, uh, the thing I said was if an anvil was falling on him, he could make it so the anvil doesn't land on him. He could not turn the anvil into a pillow. He also could technically make a lightning bolt strike somebody, but he could not make the weather... Turn into a lightning storm to do that. So he has.
1: Okay. So it is. So it could. It could. He could. If um, Snaktopus was about to paralyze him, he could change it to where Snaktopus paralyzes itself. Yes. Oh, I would say no.
2: This argument's over. This argument's over. uh, Does it have to be conscious though? It has to be a conscious decision, or does it kind of happen? Cautious, oh, yeah, well, he, of course. he has to it's it's be
1: unconscious to, happen to make
3: a decision. To mm-hmm.
2: I, I think intuitively, if you read that he's lucky, then you would, you would assume that it, these things kind of happen like without him having to think about it. It's yeah. just like Chance. that lightning bolt happens to hit someone else, you know, but the fact that he has to like in a split second concentrate on this like uh, you know, thing of poisonous contact, No, not even in a split second. It could
1: happen and he could reverse it. To be like, no, well, I mean, I'm assuming it, cool. it could happen. He could be like, I don't want that to happen, and it just reverses or whatever.
2: Hmm. But it's got to be within the second that the poison's flying through the air. I mean, if it hits it. I don't
1: see a time limit. I don't see it as strictly defined.
0: How do you think that the uh, snake puss's malleable shape comes into play? How can he possibly like manipulate that if it's malleable and he has basically no idea maybe even Snaketopus doesn't even know what the shape is like the chance right uh, there
2: yeah like, yeah, no Norm you could definitely put him on your butt if that's what you're wondering
0: <laughs> well that's only one of the many the plethora of reasons really that makes this B uh, yeah. Bo is Luck-Build Platypus is basically like Q from Star Trek right like he's unstoppable like he can manipulate reality so is there any way to get to this thing he's basically like an omniscient card. yeah you, you attack it from his blind side it it, it has have to have
3: some kind of a cognizance of an event for it to change the probability of the event. Oh, okay. So if it doesn't know... So, so you have to put it out right away. Right.
1: Like You have to, like, put a bullet in its yeah. brain. Well, mm-hmm. that's going to be hard to do because there's no projectiles last time I checked in this realm.
3: Snake to put as a fitting cobra tactical, so... Snake tactical. sorry.
1: Well, but, again, that would require snake to put being close to Lucky a which... I'm I'm not going to speak to its, you know, uh, intellect, but I would say it probably wouldn't allow to happen.
2: Yeah, it
3: only has an octopus brain. That is something we had to clarify because originally uh, Stephen gave it a full human brain, which just, it's it's absurd.
2: But, uh, you know, an octopus brain is pretty close. Those guys are no slouches. Mm
0: -hmm. They could do worse for brains. Yeah. That is true. That octopus a few
1: years ago picked every uh, World Cup match correctly, so maybe they even have some <laughs> foresight. Is that
0: true? I didn't hear about that. <laughs> what? How did mm-hmm. you miss that? I, well, I don't give a f- about soccer. Like I'm surprised octopuses do. Oh, please, yeah, the news, time anytime octopuses. in that
1: two two months then uh, you would have heard about it.
0: Hey, so how does probability factor in, though? Because, I mean, that's still an issue. It's not like he... It, it, it is a probability thing. Like, Electro-Platypus could try and do something, like a risk game, you know? You could still have, like, as Luke is well aware and Kendall from me destroying both of them several times in risk, you could have, like, two armies on, like, Siam and then just pound everybody with, like, their millions of armies.
1: Actually you could only found them with one army because you have to leave one in hand. It wouldn't it work it wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. <laughs>
0: that was well played, Monkey. Well played.
1: Well but but we, yeah. that also demonstrates another point with you and Risk is that the rules really don't apply to how <laughs> you play Risk.
0: Right. Snake to Puss uh, is just gonna knock right. over the whole board whenever he starts losing anyway, so indeed, indeed.
2: So yeah, do we have any any sort of quantification on how much uh the platypus can, can alter probability? I just assume. If
3: it, it's happening right in its face, it can just really have its way with anything. If it's happening out of the corner of its eye,
1: it would have a lesser chance of affecting oh, probability. I... So, wait, Bo is essentially now a Plutarch from Hunger Games. He's the game master. He could just,
0: on, on <laughs> a whim, uh, oh, yeah. just treat <laughs> God, a Hunger Games reference? Kendall, that's exactly. Really? That,
2: I mean, that's another Kendall, reason why people need to listen to the podcast, because uh, when we ask Bo yeah.
4: questions,
2: I mean, that's law. What, what Bo says is law.
4: You're obsessed
1: okay. with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I don't really think she's that hot. I remember you like last year talking about Jennifer Lawrence when she was, I think, like 14. I
0: don't think so. <laughs> when she was like fifteen. You did you develop your own
1: Winterstone during Winterstone? <laughs> if, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go to a barely legal. Um, hot actresses which I don't think we should but if we are <laughs> but here you go <laughs> then I'm going to go with the, uh, the hot actress and the descendants that's, that's way too young I
3: thought,
2: thought you were going to say Michael Sarah, on? but that's a good call.
3: <laughs> Michael Sarah. <laughs> wait a second I, uh, I have to go I need to make it to a bar trivia night can I, uh, oh, yeah. can I weigh give, in on my give final us your, thoughts give us
0: your final thoughts here
3: uh, this one well it's hard because I can watch the voting and it looks like a snake to put Runaway. so they kind of stemmed the tide I'd like to say, if you're really looking at it from an objective standpoint, it's, it's Luck-Build's platypus uh, round to win. You know, it's just, it's an insane power to have. Uh, I don't know. being able
0: Because I swear to God, if we have Red Panda and Luck-Build platypus, two of these tiny little marsupial-like animals, it's just going to be... I mean, we might as well just let women contestants in here and start having women mega beasts. You know? <laughs> oh, that would not. Well, happen. right
1: now, right now, Snake-Puss snake is uh, killing... Everybody on the forums. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, which just signals yeah. that people aren't really thinking about Well
3: well about of this all the fingers in the system system, the Facebook seems to be the one that's the, the most uh, populous in yeah. terms of the votes. And he's killing yeah. out that too. So
0: he's carrying uh, it's over there. That's a that's another uh, knockout. Wait, when is the deadline though? Like when when can you vote till? Wednesday of next week, whatever that is. I'm not a rain man, I don't know dates. That's uh the sixteenth. That would be the sixteenth. Yeah, May sixteenth. All right bo I'll it trivia. We'll we'll give Adam a ring here and see what that son of a bitch has to say about this. So, Talk uh, to Adam, you later, guys. See you, man. See ya. All right, Adam was taking a poop, apparently, and there he is. Uh,
1: he doesn't bring their phone into the shitter.
0: Yeah, I know. Seriously, Adam, just bring your phone into the poop. I got one
1: I got one thing to say to Adam. <laughs> actually actually to sing. To adam
0: oh it's beautiful
2: that's lucky you got two babies one <laughs> more six months one more three uh... In the just uh... adam i don't want to wait
1: for our lives to be over to talk about some fucking uh... these
2: asshole.
1: because you're taking a shit
4: i wasn't even done with my shit before i got up to run to the phone and missed it like i had a very inadequate wipe job done there just <laughs> for the call <laughs>
0: I was really just trying to get the topic off of Adam's poop smeared thighs as he tried to get to the living room to answer the phone as we called. And then, what is his
1: thighs? His thighs are poop
0: smeared? Who knows? Who knows with that guy? You know, he doesn't have enough iron. Adam, is that
1: know. true? Do you do you shit on your thighs or
0: Yeah. I personally have never shit on my own thighs. That's but, I think technically impossible you know. unless you have one of those colostomy bags. Yeah, Or like an extremely prolapsed anus so you could
4: just wrap around it. <laughs> Imagine the practical jokes, like sitting at dinner, you could snake it around and like
0: dump it in someone's suit. <laughs> that would be awesome. You could incorporate in Halloween costumes every year, like you could go as the Snorks every <laughs> <Yeah>. year. <laughs> hey, uh, since this is Mega Beast Deathmatch Podcast, who do you guys think would win in a fight between the Smurfs, the whole race, the civilization of Smurfs versus civilization of Snorks? Sort of Are we talking of like Smurfs and, and
1: scuba suits?
0: Yeah, or uh, Snorks and, you know, some sort of land-based uh, you know, amphibian technology.
1: I take the Smurfs because they're used to fighting like l- much larger creatures, like uh, Gargamel and uh, Azrael. Yeah,
0: I go Smurfs too. They're devious. What I see, the weren't Smurfs there only like seven devious. Smurfs? And one of them was a no. Dragon. There's
1: way more Smurfs than that. There's way more Smurfs than that.
0: Yeah, in the village that the show was based on, and there was only like ten or so. But I mean, that's only one village out of the Commonwealth of Smurfs that uh, inhabit whatever you know general continent that Smurfs live on. I don't know. It's a fascinating thing to think about, though, isn't it?
1: (laughs) There are originally 99 Smurfs, according to Wikipedia. (laughs) But a bitch ain't one. Oh, nice.
0: There was only one. So now,
1: let me look up Snorks.
0: Wait, you just looked it up? That's a factual thing? There's 99 Smurfs?
1: Yeah, on the original show, there's supposed to be 99 Smurfs.
0: That's crazy. The things you learn on this podcast, huh?
1: Yeah, and they were all supposed to be uh, 100 years old, except for... Papa, baby Smurfette, and nanny, and
5: grandpa.
0: Yeah, you know, I always thought about the Smurfs. Uh, I figured that this, the life cycle of the Smurfs and Smurfette is the only female. Like she's got to be the queen Smurf, and she's got some sort of weird, massive egg sac that just like is all throbbing and nasty with this gelatin, and she just pumps out Smurf eggs. I figure,
4: like like most animal species, where they there's like a dominant queen situation, other females are born. She just eats them.
1: Is, is Luke watching *Desperate Housewives* or what's going on,
2: <laughs> Luke? No, I'm uh, I'm playing uh, *Mass Effect 3* multiplayer. Oh my god! Oh,
1: f-cking.
2: well, I mean, you know, I had to wait for Adam's iron fishing ass to get off the pole.
0: <laughs> I'd go with the cricket, actually. Oh my god! You you just try to be different so bad. The cricket, of course. No,
1: this makes sense. This makes sense. Uh, again, a full intellectual nature, uh, and that's why. The single reason why it's si with cricket bat, I would
0: assume yeah
2: the uh, the cricket is uh large and sturdy, I think he's got the best defense of any of the characters, physical defense i mean he doesn't have the whole luck bullshit thing,
0: yeah,
2: but um, I think he is physically adept to combat octopus octopus, whatever, and um, I think that the whole confusion factor will give him a big edge on the platypus. I mean, the the, uh, the platypus has to understand the angles in order to change luck to its favor. And when uh, the cricket is playing cricket, you know, with his face, he's not going to even understand what's going on. Uh, that's a good point.
0: It does say in the ungodly. description, it says bores and confuses the hell out of any mega beasts uh, that don't know how to play cricket, which is pretty much, I mean, nobody gives a shit about cricket. So,
1: yeah. How, ah, yeah. But, but, again, but again, where's
0: the platypus from, my friend? Mm-hmm.
1: Australia, yeah, <laughs> yeah and Australia is actually uh, a very not only a good team, but a very cricket-aware country.
2: How so do you know what the, qu- what countries are good at
1: cricket? Well, actually, there's a thing called uh, imperialism that the uh, British Empire. I don't know if you've ever heard of the loop, but uh, <laughs> they actually owned a good portion of the world, and one of the most you know prized sports that they uh, passed around the world was cricket, uh, and so a lot of the countries that were once uh, colonies. Of Britain still have the same customs, and cricket is one of them. That's why it's really important in places like Australia and India.
2: Wait, who, who's pretentious? <laughs> I, I'm, I thought I was pretentious.
1: But. Australia. Yeah, this is, again, more Wikipedia. Australia is the number one ranked team in cricket overall wins. Is it, it uh, really says I don't that. know. My Yes. Go look it up. Australian national cricket team. All
4: right. Because that, that does. Wow. It. So I was with the, Wikipedia and crickets earlier, like actual crickets. And uh, cricket fighting in China is hilarious. Like they, like since the the Qing Dynasty or whenever, this has been a huge thing. Where they just get crickets, like they're purebred, really like high, well bred, expensive crickets. And they 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 breed these things and stuff feed them with like high protein stuff. And then before a match, they drop a little female cricket in there. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wait, don't don't they yeah.
1: outfit them sometimes, like with some kind of weapons or like don't they, they put like stuff on their legs? <laughs> if I because like, they, the, they have those, like, badass, like, jigsaw legs or whatever.
2: Stop and think a moment about an 800-pound cricket yep. that can think like a human being. Think I mean, like a humanoid think
0: creature. Think like a human, like a yeti, like maybe. The, the natural agility of a cricket at 800 pounds. Would yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, can yeah, so it would be, so be remarkable. So now Kendall's on my side, too? You guys no, are I just think it's too bad. That
1: cricket I just think is. it's too bad that he's going against a, essentially a creature that has the ultimate
2: weapon. Yeah, no, it's a tough job, but I, I don't know. I think people are way overinterpreting how much luck this platypus gives. I
0: agree,
4: I agree. Well, I figured the luck platypus only can manipulate probability. It gives two examples, and the examples are both probability things, not reality things. And, it's, and the name being luck platypus, not like time and space-altering pulse transfusion platypus. platypus. Yeah. yeah. Good point, good point. But anyway, but the snake's got all these arms, he's going to lash at him with him. And they, they, uh, who's, the, who's the him
1: here? The trigger bat right you're talking about? Yeah.
4: He's going to block a few as he gets in there. He doesn't know which one. Some kill you. Some paralyze you. Some poison you. Which ones is he going to block? I don't know. That's a matter of luck. That's, that's probability. Hopefully he blocks the ones that kill him, that would kill him, while he goes in there and smashes it. There's, I think one shot he's going to take it out, but he's going to get bit in the process. And it all depends on which tentacle he gets bit by.
2: And that Yeah, well but, but the thing is, she's covered with exoskeleton. I mean, is, yeah, uh, is a snake gonna be able to pipe through that? I don't think so. I
4: think so.
0: Yeah, snakes eat bugs. But this is a four hundred pound.
1: pound but this is a four hundred pound
2: snake to Well,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, yeah and and uh, and boa constrictors open their mouth crazy huge to like be able to ingest things, you know. So
2: Well, but what? So uh so a, a big octopus maybe weighs um forty pounds. So that's a one hundred. That's a one hundred fold increase. I mean, he's incredibly more powerful and strong than a, The exoskeleton
1: doesn't cover the entire body; it's just certain key parts.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. There's Deli- like a weak
1: spot. That's. Haven't you ever played Legend of Zelda, Luke? And
2: yeah, but, a, like, uh, but those bosses. weak spots. Those weak spots are covered with uh, cricket uh, <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> that's
0: a good point. Cricket outfit. Yeah, well, you know what? I think that the, the Cricket Bat and Snaketopus are the perfect competitors to go against Luckbilled Platypus because of the fact that Snaketopus has a malleable shape and uh, phases in and out of the material plane, and Cricket Bat is into cricket, which uh, confuses the hell out of any other mega beast, and you never can guess. And so these are the two perfect things to take down this p- little tiny platypus, really. This platypus is the size of like. It's only
2: platypus, it's not mixed with some higher uh, thinking creature. This Tripus doesn't know what the uh, f- is
0: going on. That's a really good point actually. He doesn't say anywhere in there that he has any I think sort of about intelligence. everybody though. No, you
2: can't. Most of our contestants are mixed with some kind of intelligent creature. Yeah, like a I mean, humanoid an creature is already very intelligent. Yeah. Especially in terms of defending and attacking and stuff. Yeah. I mean, but a platypus, what
0: the fuck does it know? So it really is down to luck with him, because he can't actually manipulate reality, it's just a dice roll every time it. says asks.
1: explicitly, can manipulate
0: reality. Yeah, it doesn't mean does. Yeah, but manipulate. only only as far as he understands it.
2: All he understands is... like well, what do you have to understand handling.
1: in a fight? It's a... No, so...
2: It's a death match, for Christ's <laughs> Like, Adam just posed this scenario where the platypus understands that the snake has to bite the... 800-pound cricket in exactly the right spot in order to paralyze it. That shit ain't going to happen. This platypus is sitting there. The only thing you understand is objects moving towards it or away from it. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe it exactly. can make what do you have to? But well, what is, rock 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 is, more does it need? It needs a lot more. I mean, this cricket can jump over its head and it won't know where it is. And then it's going to hit it with the <coughs> cricket back from behind. So and you not it, it hover
1: over its head, it'll just be like, oh, cricket gone forever. Thank God.
2: No, he won't know where it is. So how, without knowing where it is, how is he going to affect anything? I mean, that cricket's going to be behind him.
4: All sort of ideas. Of the of the you don't need to understand it. Like it just, it just
2: it, 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 no, 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 no. We went over this. It's got to be consciously making decisions, yeah, not all reality. Cognizant. Things things don't happen randomly for it. Well, actually, it actually, look on, again
1: on the actual description. It says, "Should a knife-like feather be hurled... Towards its blind side it bounces off the rock to return upon its thrower. Yeah, and well, yeah, the but, uh, Bo, that, that's like canon, mother.
2: But no, no, both the uh, the Jesus to uh, our no, old
0: testament that's canon. Here, that's, this, he No, This is no, no. See, that, that's bad yeah.
1: that model because the New Testament was written way after Jesus, just like uh, this was written way after both. So.
0: Wait, wait, but don't you think that if we, what if we uphold the risk thing? Like cause that, I think that's a happy medium of everybody, right? Like in live- no,
2: no, no. You lost that risk game. No one's
0: <laughs> yeah. that. Not that particular risk game that I won where we played. I'm gonna say it was like that. Like if if build Platypus is choosing his battle. You
4: remember that you can't you can't shoot two and pick one. A highly okay. contentious Rick. I don't remember that. What is that?
2: No, I remember, yeah.
4: that was that complete. I don't remember all circumstances. I just remember that was like bellowed so many times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think I <laughs> three. it was bullshit. It was that like I I rolled like three, three
1: Oh, that's right. And you, but you overrolled like six, that's
4: right. And they were like yeah. you're only allowed to roll two. And I was like, all right, we'll pick any of those two. And I still win. They're, like no, you need to re-roll. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true, that's the
0: rules.
4: Yeah, you can't roll three and pick two. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of
0: screamed like a hundred times at full volume, you can't roll three and pick yeah.
4: two. <laughs> it's luck. Luck is, you don't have to know what it no, is. No, 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 but it's it's
2: consciously it's consciously regulated luck. Yeah.
1: No, it doesn't make any sense to what the... Okay,
2: so here's here's the compromise you have to make. Either it's consciously regulated luck and if he is thinking about it, he can make anything happen. Or it's luck the way you would intuitively understand it, which is that randomly things work out for the better for this dude. But that does not mean that anything under the sun that can help him will happen. It means that there's a higher chance that good things will happen to him. I don't think it can work the way Kendall's saying where... Automatically, without ever seeing or thinking about anything, every single good thing possible happens to a thing. But again, it
1: says it can manipulate reality in particular probability. So again, to its advantage. So it's almost like there's an active force there. The platypus is both an actor, has agency because he's working it to his advantage, he knows that, and then at the same time he has this luck of probability.
2: Okay, well then the whole active part of it is really overrated because it's a platypus; it doesn't understand what
4: the fuck is going on.
1: That goes back to animal nature. thing in a fight, he's gonna have fight or flight.
4: And
0: what
1: do you need to know? Have you read the
0: Wheel of Time series? Did you Wheel of Time?
1: Norm's
0: read some of that, she... No, no, I've never read it. Is that some sort of watch that is wheel-shaped? Is that, it's too thick. I don't read things like that. Robert Jordan. I feel like whatever listener came up with this probably
4: had a Robert Jordan character in mind, the guy who sort of did this. And it really helped him out a lot. And he never knew what was what was happening or how it was necessarily help him out, his, his general
0: weird sort of look. Hour. What what platypus can do is uh, there's a slot machine and he can... <laughs> Wait, the there's thing. a casino now. Okay. Yeah, it's a deathmatch casino. He can pull the thing down <laughs> and it goes down. but And it, he has a higher chance of winning, but he has to actively pull it down. Or does he walk into a casino and just have a better chance of winning everything a little bit? In either case, he's still walking into a casino and a platypus would never do that. so <laughs>
2: Exactly. The platypus... <laughs> makes it, out that that the makes it, it so much clearer. That's my point. In, in this whole metaphor... The platypus would never go in the casino because it's a platypus, and it's like, I'm not going well. Well, Again, your point,
1: y'all are going around the same point, but you're you're not actually doing anything that hurts the platypus. It's fine if it has a regular platypus influence because it's in a (laughs) fight, and it has luck on its side. What what exactly do you not understand? I I just don't get it.
2: (laughs) There's things that can't be affected by luck. For instance, if an expert cricket player swings a bat, he's going to hit Whatever is within his arm radius. That's not luck. I mean, if there's a 300-pound platypus standing next to him, luck doesn't come into play. He's going to hit the. Are fucking you
1: fucking f- joking, f- joking f- that, <laughs> that cricket and baseball don't come into luck? Are you fucking? No, <laughs> no you
2: actually no, no, that? No. Are I'm you not not drunk? about? I'm not talking about hitting a tiny little ball to a certain spot in a field. I'm talking about applying a large amount of force. To a 300-pound object that's within arm's length. Luck has nothing
1: again, to do with that. Again, but again, there's the reality concept. If he swings a bat, he will miss. I mean, what? what how much more clear can that be?
4: I think I'm between, you all that, like, if it comes down to a perfectly healthy cricket bat versus the, uh, the luck platypus, the cricket's going to win. Like, he's not going to sit there and swing and miss the whole time. That's an abuse of luck assumed powers here. I think that he's not going to get to him, though, Without being bit by something that will paralyze or fuck him up a little bit. I think luck comes into play as to which which snake is going to end up biting him. Not the one that kills him, because then Snake Tapus will win. Can we agree
1: that the luck the factor alone would have Snake puss attack or get bad right off the bat, right off the, at the get go?
0: Yeah, I guess you could say that he would be more probable. All right. To, uh, to, for can we agree back? that, again, that
1: Snake Tapus can op- can operate his, what, eight highly venomous snake tacos at at the same time. It's not like one coming at it at the same yeah, yeah. time, right? Yeah. So, again, if, we, if we're going to factor in odd lucks and odds here, can we agree that it would be lucky for the snake to the put to, to bite at least one effective bite on the cricket?
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm out, of eight,
1: out of eight so. tries. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Again,
1: and so then you have, a, you have a, an affected cricket bat that, that is now either alive or dead is trying to, uh, you know, fight something that has all of the luck on its side and reality on its side.
2: Just because the octopus randomly decides to fight the cricket doesn't mean the cricket has to fight the octopus. I mean, they're not in a (laughs) four-by-four foot...
1: So, again, we have a three-way draw. No, no, no,
2: no. The cricket can evade the octopus because it's a (laughs) f***ing cricket with bat wings that can jump and fly. Yeah. And it kills the platypus. I mean, I don't see why the the cricket has to go through the octopus in order to fight... Again, if you
1: have human rights, and you start off in in a forum, right and you see a huge octopus with eight tentacles, and you see a platypus, as you all said, which is just a standard platypus, it's just large, right? Which one do you think yeah. is the bigger threat?
2: Dude, you take out the easiest one first so that you can concentrate on the hardest one. Why is yeah. it just oh, bullsh- a yeah, hard eight? one and leave the an oh, easy load. one around?
1: Everything you do, you're doing here is just,
2: it reeks of... Desperation. I'm just hearing um, Kendall trying to act like he's right and other people are wrong. Why, why would uh, it okay, because you can throw me out logic all day. I don't uh, uh, Here we go, ad hominem. Ad hominem to be dead. Uh, uh, <laughs> the hard one rather than the easy one.
0: Your dad's a hard
1: one. Why would you, you attack the book book? easy one and let the hard one <laughs> roam around? <laughs> it's the dumbest strategy. So if we can agree on one thing, it is that this round is... is could be very highly debated, even though it looks like, for whatever reason, Snake Puss is running away with this thing.
2: Yeah, whoever wins out of this round is going all the way. It's just because of the, all the, like, each of the contestants kind of has a weakness, but, like, their strength is, is kick-ass. So when you put them all together, that's
0: going to be... Alright, well, hey, this has been Productive. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We oh, actually, we yeah,
0: that was actually probably the most we've ever talked about animals fighting with superpowers ever. I'm proud yeah. of us. I'm proud of. I us. agree. And ashamed of us at the same time.
1: Best podcast ever. It's actually too intense. I mean, I, I don't like having to blow Luke out of the water like that. I mean, I'm used to more blowing his dad. So classic, classic.
0: Kendall
2: uh, trying to tell people who won. They yeah, I think the people know who won. I
0: don't know. I'm with them on that. That's pretty interesting. It's like which came first, the platypus egg or the. I don't know, I lost that metaphor. Chicken. Chicken. I don't know. You, you get the spirit of my argument. There, your metaphors today are spot on. <laughs> They're spotty. Like, uh, like your dad's underwear on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note call in the Megabeast deadline hotline which i found it was 4435523336 because it wasn't what you heard last week it wasn't repeating it wasn't as as most things you hear on this podcast are false so was the number to call in last week <laughs> four four three five five two three 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 six that's four four three dad dong and again that is false like most things you'll hear on this podcast <laughs> so it's four four three five five two three 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 six so yeah go to megabeastcom buy some cards vote you can vote there you can also find how all this stuff works it's it's the best the, the, the conduit the central hub of where to go for this whole podcast
1: good good discussion today I'm really impressed with our, uh, our points specifically mine <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: The next Love week. you guys. Like you guys, too. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Peace
5: out. No way that the bat survives this. And what's more said is that clearly push dies because of, you know, his inability to breathe and his inability to move. So this is a clear platypus victory. What I'm really concerned about is the fact that some people might be swayed by the agility and the bat-wieldingness of the cricket bat. So, a couple things. First, a bat is one of the most insufficiently iron-deficient, weak mammals of the entire mammalian kingdom, or phylum, or whatever. Specifically, if you hate a bat, it dies. And a cricket is the same way. Yes, it has an exoskeleton, but it's a very weak exoskeleton. This entire animal is the joke last of Super Animal Deathmatch, there's no possible way that it can survive being hit once. Now if you combine that with an animal that can reverse probabilities to ensure that it can at least, more than 50% of the time, land a knockout blow, done. Instantaneously. And this is to say nothing about the fact you take one of the cricket's feelers away, it's fucked. It, it's perception is totally gone. It's running around, hitting itself in the face with a bat. That, by the way, is not in any way aerodynamic. It's giant and flat. You see that thing coming at you, you've got at least three to four seconds of reaction time before it actually lands a blow. Uh, therefore, I think this is just ridiculous that there's any possible way that anyone uh, but our, our friendly plucky platypus uh, would win this battle. <laughs> This message is for Bolivar Guzman If you are not Bolivar Guzman Please hang up or disconnect